Wanna go, pretty boy? Two minutes by yourself and you feel shame, you know, and then you get free. The only thing better than a glass of beer is tea with Miss McGill. And welcome to the 4th Line Voice Podcast. My name is Darren. Thank you very much for tuning in. Episode 9, the big show, some enforcer-based podcasting coming at you. Got a special guest today. It is my friend from the Bucket from the Bucket Podcast. Uh, he goes by Bobby Longgrass, but uh, Rob is going to sit down and tell us uh, tells the story of his, uh, of his hockey career, which is a little crazy. He played... Uh, you know, he's just a you know a, a house league player his whole life and played rec hockey. He was playing rec hockey and then uh, through circumstance ended up playing uh, three games in the federal hockey league. And he and he of course he drops the gloves five <coughs> five times and uh, and he tells that story and it, it's it's pretty entertaining. It's uh, I I kind of liken it to the Doug Smith story in a way and. Uh, you know, not except not the AHL, but it was the Federal Hockey League. But he was in there swinging, and uh, uh, we had some laughs. It was a lot of fun hearing his story. And uh, before we get into that, um, I hope everybody goes back and checks out uh, last Sunday uh, the from my uh, from the vault uh, uh, collection. Uh, I put up the interview I, I did with Steve McIntyre, and uh, it was a great interview. We we covered Steve's entire career and. Uh, and it was a lot of fun, and I know the the uh, reviews have been pretty good on it, and uh, the and the feedback is has all been positive. So uh, I hope everybody has a uh, goes back and, and gives that a listen, as well as the uh, well, we're on episode nine now. So go back and listen to the other uh, eight episodes, and uh, you know we're on all the platforms: iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Play. Uh, rate and review the show if you could; um, it helps me out. And, uh, and, and all the other shows on the Hockey Podcast Network. Got Terry Ryan, we got, uh, Brady Leavold, we got all the, uh, all the NHL teams are represented. Um, there's a, actually a real collect, quite a collection at the, uh, on the network. And, uh, you know, I'm proud to be, uh, proud to be on there with, uh, with those guys. And, uh, I, I, uh, encourage everybody to check out the, uh, the other shows. And, like I, you know, I, I've often said that, um, you know, I understand that there's, there's many, there's, I mean, there's a million podcasts out there and, t- you know, there's only so much time in the day and for people to listen. But, uh, you know, I always say if you can, it's like, what's the other kind of like support local business, uh, kind of support your local podcast, uh, you know, the mom and pop shops. I mean, we're all out here struggling and, uh, I mean, I know we can't compete against spit and chiglets, but, uh, you know, we're doing our best to, uh, to bring you guys quality content and, uh, not only myself in terms of the fighter, you know, the enforcer podcast, but we got, you know, Alec over at Five for Fighting and William at the Biscuit and, and, uh, you know, and Joe over at Coliseum Chronicles. Uh, they're all doing great work. And, uh, yeah, and I highly encourage everyone to go check those guys out as well as, uh, I mean, they're not on the network, but the Slewfoot boys, um, they're always fun to listen to the Slewfoot hockey show. See, they finally got their episode back up and, uh, they're back and rolling and hopefully get the gate gets going here quick. 
and uh, you know we'll see what happens with the NHL season here. I think it's been uh, it's going to stop and start, stop and start. And now they don't know, and I don't think it doesn't look good, folks. For you folks that are into that sort of thing, I don't think it's happening. I think you're going to have to wait till next year. But uh, but I won't talk too long. Uh, Bobby and I go for about an hour, and we had a lot of laughs. So. Um, but one thing before we get going, guys, that I, I, I really encourage everybody to check out. Um, like I said, Bobby has a show, um, you know, the Bucket Podcast, and it's on it's on all the platforms and YouTube as well. Um, how many episodes is he in? Twenty five now. Um, actually, I just I was just on his latest one. We he's a big Montreal fan, so we did like the top ten Montreal fighters, and that was fun talk. Um, I encourage everybody to go back and check his stuff out. But what he's doing, and it's really important, guys, and I, and I, 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 you know, I don't, uh, I hope my listeners will, uh, will help him out. Uh, he is actually selling hats for the, uh, for the Children's Treatment Center, um, you know, and it's for abused children, and uh, all the proceeds from each sale of the hats, um, you know, go to the center, and uh, I ordered mine, and uh, hopefully you guys out there listening will order yours. Like I said, it's for a great cause, and, and he does a lot of charity stuff, and uh, no, I think I said if the fourth liners could help him out, that'd be really cool. Um, you know, and I know it's, you know, tough times right now for everybody, and, uh, you know, and uh, but if, if you can, that'd be great, and uh, if, if it's at all, if, if you're interested, either get a hold of me in direct message, and I will set it up for you, or uh, get a hold of Rob on t- Twitter. He's on there, Bucket Podcast. Uh, just send him a private message, and uh, you know, it's through PayPal. And you guys can uh, he'll he'll set it all up for you. So uh, yeah, I uh, I hope everybody, I hope people listening out there, hope you guys will uh, you know take the time and, and buy. I think they're twenty five, thirty bucks. And uh, but you know, like I said, it's for a great cause, and uh, I hope I hope you guys will support Rob and his in his charity charitable efforts. But, uh, other than that, uh, let's get rolling with the show here, guys. Like I said, it's, uh, episode nine and, uh, of course, and, uh, coming up this Sunday again, will be another from the vault. Um, I haven't really decided who I'm going to put up yet, but, uh, for anybody wondering what I'm talking about, um, if you're new and this is the first episode you're listening to, um, I used to have a website for a couple years and it crashed. And, uh, it has been my goal since relaunching, um, and getting on this network to re-upload all my old player interviews. So each every Wednesday we have a new episode, and then every Sunday I do a from the vault. And uh, so and so far I've had John Morasti, uh, Brad Wingfeld, Joey Tedarenko, and now Steve McIntyre last Sunday. So this Sunday I'm not quite sure who I'm going to put up yet. I haven't looked, but uh, you know we'll get something up there, and uh, hopefully you guys will check it out. And uh, like I said. Uh, eight other episodes for you to go back and 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 look at so uh, and listen to so uh, hopefully hopefully you guys do that and uh, also if you're on YouTube check out Fourth Line Voice on YouTube got like two thousand fight videos um, always uploading new stuff I just I just got ten new DVDs today in fact from Zoltan and S- Slovakia thank you sir very much and yours will hopefully will be on the way soon as soon as our post office starts. Uh, delivering out there again but yes just going through here got some mixed fights got some 87 to 89 rochester americans you know what that means little rob ray robert ray for the rochester americans we got some old fredericton canadian stuff tri-city americans 93 that's funny i have to go i have to get a slovakia guy to send me the tri-city american stuff uh tough guy chronicles couple volumes of jeff Rogers. 
who hopefully I'm going to get on the show here soon. As soon as the seating's done and stuff, I've talked to him, and he is looking forward to getting on the show. Normally I don't announce player guests, but uh, I had a son, Dakota, on. Um, he, he was actually my second guest I ever had on the show. And I talked to him, and I'm like, hey, do you think your dad would ever do the show? And Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I talked to him on, on Jeff on private message on Twitter. Uh, a couple of weeks back and they're just like farming obviously they're just getting going with the seating and stuff so he's really busy but uh he is uh, gung-ho to do the show when uh when that kind of the farming kind of slow well does farming ever really slow down but you know what i'm saying one of these nights we'll get him on here but uh, i managed to grab a couple of his dvds for him so i'm going to send those to him when we're done but uh but yes follow the youtube uh channel and uh like i said i'll be adding new fights up there all the time and uh and uh, if you're on Twitter, Fourth Line Voice on Twitter, check it out. Always throwing up uh, old fight pictures. And uh, today we're having the big debate about Scott Stevens. I'll, I'll go into that in another episode. I don't feel like talking about that anymore today. But uh, without further ado, let's get at it. Here is my uh, my talk with uh, Rob from the uh, Bucket Drop Podcast. All right, guys. Thanks. All right. Here we are on the Fourth Line Voice Podcast. And on the phone, my boy from the Bucket Drop Podcast who's got an interesting story, and I think you guys will all dig it, is uh, Rob out in Cornwall. Rob, how are you doing tonight? Doing great, buddy. How are you doing? Very good. I appreciate you for taking my phone call. No, I appreciate you calling me, man. It's uh, it's great to be on uh, the original OG of the Enforcer podcast, man. It's uh, I really appreciate it. Well, there we go. We're gonna. I, I figured we'll get you on, and uh, we'll set hockey podcasting back at least five years tonight. And uh, There you go. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, get, I tweeted, I said, we're hitting new lows tonight, but no, I'm just kidding. No, first of all, um, I would like to uh, congratulate you and your lovely wife on your on your new daughter. I hope everybody's doing well. Uh, is everybody good there? No, everybody's good, man. She's uh, watching Survivor with the baby right now, so uh, she's uh, down for the count, and uh, everybody's healthy, so uh, pretty happy about that. Excellent. Well, I didn't ask you before we got going, but uh, has she been sleeping? Or is she uh, keeping you up at night? Uh, you know, uh, um, I, I can't pretend that I've been staying up because uh, mommy's got the milk, right? So, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, I've been, I've been sleeping on the couch downstairs, to be completely honest. Well, I see, I, I, I see, I knew you were, and I was gonna, I just chumped you out. I just chumped yeah. you right on, right, on, right on the airwaves right now. Ah, yeah. there you go. I've, I've just been watching uh, the old Trailer Park Boys on rerun, so I... Uh, you know, I've been sleeping all right. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, hey, if, if, what? Nothing better to the the soft, uh, soothing sounds of Leahy to put anybody to sleep. <laughs> there you go. Rest in peace. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did pass away. That's right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, tonight we got the beers going. We are the liquor tonight, Rob. Here we go. <laughs> the best line ever. Oh yeah. Here the shit winds are blowing. The bucket podcast is rolling. <laughs> Pulling the shit jib. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said at the start, you have an interesting story. And I know when I was on your show there a couple months back, we had actually talked on the phone uh, for quite a while. And uh, you were telling me that uh, you went from uh, basically from rec hockey to all of a sudden dressing for a few games in the Federal Hockey League. And you dropped the gloves like you played three games, you got into five tilts. I was watching one of the tilts today on HockeyFight.com. You, you look pretty sharp. You look good. Got the you got the tarps off. You were looking. Uh, you were throwing with bad intentions. Out of shape as hell. Yeah. Well, that's all right. Hey, hey everyone's a shape. <laughs> there you go. 
You're doing some. <laughs> there you go. Well, you're doing some carbo loading, some hitting weight. You had to get some hitting weight. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but no, you look good. But uh, I want to know that story. I said, I, well, before we got going, I said it's sort of like a Doug Smith type story. Maybe not with them. Yep. It's not in the American League, but it's still the Federal Hockey League. So I mean, that's still higher than like ninety eight percent of my listeners have ever played. So don't knock it. But um, I want to know. Growing up, uh, you grew up in uh, Cornwall, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. There you go. Uh, home of the home of the Cornwall Royals, uh, which I unfortunately well, I was gonna... wasn't able. Go ahead. No, I was going to ask you. Well, see, this is before your time. You're a youngster. You probably don't obviously remember the Cornwall OHL team, but um, no, I wish. I wish. Yeah, but uh, what was the name of the LNAH team? Was it the Comets? No, that wasn't the LNAH. The LNAH, the LNAH, the LNAH was the was the, uh, the River Kings, um, but before that was the QSPHL, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which was the Comets. Yes. Um, unfortunately, I was working in Kingston during that time, so I didn't witness that madness. Um, oh man, I've, and I, I don't think I, have, I, have I don't think I don't think I would have been tough enough to play in that league, to be honest. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, I have some DVDs from that team, and that's some crazy. Yeah. That's some crazy shit in that league. I mean, that yeah. was, um, yeah, that was like a feeder league to the LNAH, and that was just a mm-hmm. straight shit show. I think the Comets actually won it one year, I think. They were actually pretty good. Um, they did, yeah. I got a few buddies, actually, that played, and I'm hoping to get them on my podcast, actually, um, because, yeah, no, for sure, that that was uh, – but did they exist – like, sorry, I'm asking you at the, at the same time, but, uh, like, did they exist at the same time as the LNAH? Were they coexisting together? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I didn't. Know. I didn't. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then the um, and then I know they went to the LNAH, they were the River Kings. Yeah. And I thought that was gonna be really cool because it was kind of cool to have like kind of an English team in the league and and everything. And For I don't sure. know. I don't know what happened with the town of Cornwall there. I don't know something like they were yeah, doing a liquor, li- a liquor license or something. I don't know. What yeah, was we were talking. On. We were talking about that on my podcast. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Have no idea exactly what happened, but yeah. yeah. I mean, and I mean, if you don't have a too liquor- bad. Yeah, well, and if you don't have a liquor license with the LNAH, I mean, you're up Shit's Creek without a paddle. I mean, that's where all the money is, right? So, but of course, um, yeah. But yeah, it was too bad. But uh, yeah, Cornwall, that's some uh, good hockey history there. Um, well, so yeah, Dougie Gilmore played here, and a abs- bunch of guys. So. Yeah, absolutely, Ryan Vandenbush and the boys, absolutely. Uh, Rob For Ray, sure, buddy. Rob, Rob Ray. Ray. Yeah. 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 But. Um, well, yeah. So growing up, obviously, you, every uh, Canadian kid. I mean, you played uh, house or uh, <clears throat> played minor hockey, correct? Yeah. So like um, when I was growing up, I mean, I was a decent hockey player, I guess, if I can put it that way. Um, I played defense uh, and I played a bit of double A. I mean, like going to like going into like grade seven, grade eight. Um, but at one point, you know, everybody grows. Uh, I was a late bloomer. And uh, so I started getting cut from some teams and uh, ended up playing B hockey. And uh, anyways, uh, during those years where everybody's getting drafted and whatnot, uh, I wasn't going anywhere. I knew I wasn't going to make it in hockey. Um, I got um, a coach from the A team, which, uh, like I said, there wasn't AAA back then. Uh, but um, anyways, he, like I guess, recruited me from the B team. Uh, he wanted me to play for his A team. Um, which would have been my last year of minor hockey. And uh, I ended up playing for that team in Cornwall. But um, 
I basically just rode the pine all year. So I got disinterested in hockey. Um, and I started to focus on my studies. So I kind of became a nerd and, uh, you know, went to school and, uh, focused on my studies um my parents were very um pro education which is obviously a good thing as you know yeah and uh yeah and i guess you know i forgot about hockey completely um i probably quit hockey for seven years um you know i got my degree and uh moved back to cornwall eventually uh started working for the family business uh playing hockey um for the family business and like as a kid like i was always a kid that like i loved as soon as body contact came and even though I was small, like I loved to hit, you know, uh, like, uh, you know what they call it? Um, you know, the taller they are, the harder they fall. So I'd always try to like hit very hard and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, anyway, I was just playing pickup hockey, you know, for, for the, uh, for the company, uh, team and stuff like that. And, uh, a few guys approached me and said, you know, like you're decent and you know, like you, you, you're a good stay at home defenseman and stuff like that. So I kind of pumped my tires a little bit. And uh, at the same time, during that time, uh, there was like a semi-pro team that came to Cornwall. And uh, I became, I guess, better in hockey when I got older. Um, and anyways, uh, uh, at one point, um, like I said, the semi-pro team, they were called the Aquasocene Warriors. They ended up call- winning the, the cup. I don't, do you know what the cup was called back in the FHL? I don't. Okay, I don't, I don't know what it was called. But anyway, they, they ended up winning that cup, the, uh, the FHL Cup, I guess. Um, and, uh, so like I had been to a few games. They were the Warriors. They were were on a reserve, right? Outside of Cornwall. Yeah. Aquasauce, which is like literally like across the water. Like I I can like spit and hit Aquasauce from my house. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, it's like literally just across the water. And, uh, like I played lacrosse there growing up and stuff like that. Cause there wasn't, there wasn't any lacrosse in Cornwall, um, when I was like a little kid. Um, so I ended up playing with just like the, uh, the guys on the other side. Um, so anyways, I, I had been to a few games and stuff like that with, uh, bodies and, you know, uh, it was kind of a shit show, you know, like there was like, well, you, you would know, right. Like, oh, yeah. so it's like, you know, like, like five fights a game and stuff like that. Right. Yep. Um, and, uh, anyways, um, I had a buddy that played on the team. His, his name's Al Kento and, uh, he was like, kind of like a, not, I wouldn't say a local celebrity, but he was like a local guy that played on a lot of teams. Like he played for the Comets the year that they won uh, the cup, you know, um, and he played for the Colts. Uh, I don't know if the Colts ever won a cup, but you know, like he was a, a star on the Colts. And um, anyways, I, I went to try out for that team the following year uh, for the, for Aquasosny, uh just because pff, I don't know. I just messaged the coach and I said, hey, uh, my name's Rob, you know, like, I've never played anywhere. Uh, do you mind if I go and try out for your team? And he's like, yeah, cool, you know. And I went out, I went over there, and uh, I met the guys, and uh, I made it to the final cut, and uh, everybody was super nice to me, even uh, Pierre Dashna and stuff. And, you know, uh, but unfortunately, I didn't make it, um, which was fine. Um, but I got to, to meet all the guys and stuff like that, and uh, – Anyways, uh, later that year, uh, I was sitting at home and, uh, I got a call from my cousin. Uh, my cousin actually played a uh, goalie for the Erie Otters in the OHL. And he says, uh, Hey, he's like, uh, he's like, did you know that the, the Warriors are playing tonight in Cornwall? Because like I, like you said, 
um, they play on the reserve, right? Um, but they were having a game in Cornwall. They, uh, the opposing team that we're supposed to play against them, um, they didn't show up. So uh, they made a makeshift team with a bunch of players, um, and they needed to get some players. So, so uh, yeah, so anyways, the, the, the team comes. I'm trying to think of how the fuck that happened. No. Now, now I don't even remember how that team happened. Um, well, I find it funny. That, classic FHL, right? So the Warriors are in Cornwall ready to play, and the other team like shows up, and they're like short guys. No, like I don't even, like I'm, that's what I'm trying to think of right now. I don't, I don't think they even showed up or something like that. Like I don't think they had a team to play against. But it was a regular scheduled game, and the other team just didn't show up. Yeah, I don't think they showed up. Like it's a regular that's season what it, game. That, yeah, that's what I mean. I'm trying to think of how it happened exactly. So, like, the team didn't even show up. Like, they didn't have a team to play against. Well, there you go. So, anyways, okay, so, anyways, so the team that were supposed to play against the Warriors didn't show up, okay? So they had to make a team on the spot, okay? And, uh, anyways. I love it. This, so, is, this is so FHL. So it's a regular yeah. season game, and the Warriors are sitting there ready to play, and, like, the other team just, like, doesn't show up. Yeah, like, I mean, like, I knew the day before, you know what I mean? But it was, that that's, Pretty much what happened. Well, it was probably like Vermont or something. It says here like the Vermont Wild folded November twenty third. Yeah, and then yeah. So anyway, and then Delaware. Yeah, the Delaware Federals were formed and took over some of Vermont's exactly. games. Yeah, yeah. So that's the team that I ended up playing for. Yeah. So anyways, uh, like obviously, I just wanted to play a game, so like I was excited to hear about it, right? And uh, like I said, my buddy was my buddy called me about it, my cousin. And, uh, anyway, so he told me to get in contact with his, with Al, who played for the comments, who played for, uh, the Aquasostian Warriors as well. And, uh, anyways, he put me in contact with Paul Chance. Do you know that name? I do. Quebec League okay, so anyways, he put me, Exactly, exactly. So he put me in, call ta- in contact with Paul Chance. So I called Paul Chance and I say, uh, um, you know, like I'd like to play or whatever. And then he's like, yeah, all right, right on, you know, like we're looking for players because like it was announced in the papers, right? So like they didn't want to look stupid. So they it was announced in the papers and they had needed a team to play against. And uh, so I uh, called Paul Chance and Paul Chance is like, yeah, don't worry about it. You know, like uh, it'll be a fun game, you know, like we'll uh, we'll give you a hundred bucks to play and uh, you'll get a case of beer. So uh I'm like, all right, well, it sounds good, you know, and uh, he says, like, you know, it's not going to be rough and whatnot, and uh, by the way, like, I'm not throwing uh, Paul Chance on the, under the bus or anything, but uh, he, he just says, like, you know, like, they just need an opponent to play against. So I ended up uh, playing in the game, and uh, as soon as I showed up to the game, um, anyways, there was a list of uh, names of uh, guys, you know, like, uh, where you've played and whatnot, and it says, you know, like, I, I look at all the defensemen, and, like, you know, like, some guys that are, you know, like six foot one, six foot two, and stuff like that. And you know, like I, I put my name down. You know, like five foot eight. Uh, you know, like defenseman, whatever. So like, uh, uh, you know, like I'm, I'm not very big. I don't know, like if you're a tall guy, but um, anyways. So uh, like, I get put in as like the seventh defenseman. Okay. Yeah. And uh, anyways, we start the game, um, and uh, you know, like. I don't get a shift right away, obviously, because, you know, like there's like a, you know, like a few guys ahead of me. Um, but on my first shift, uh, I, I just, you know, like I just don't want to look bad. 
And uh, but I I find out that I'm playing against Pierre Dagenet, so Pierre Dagenet's coming down on my side, and I'm like, oh shit, oh shit, you know, like I don't want to look stupid, so I'm like, I don't want to, uh, you know, get geeked out out of my pants, so I I just kind of like rub him out, but not very hard. Um, but anyways, uh, I guess uh, he didn't like that very much uh, that he got stopped by like a nobody. Um, I'm skating up like the other way, right, um, into the offensive zone. Um, after my defense probably made like a beautiful, you know, like a tape to tape pass, um, but he he uh, came behind me and he gave me a cross check behind the head, which I wasn't expecting because I I didn't even see this guy coming, um, so I had no choice to you know drop the gloves. Well, see, now I'm going to stop you right here. First of all, for anybody listening, Pierre Dagenet, I mean, played like five seasons in the NHL, played with Montreal and Florida, New Jersey. Uh, second Absolute round pick. Side, yeah, yeah. I played in the American Hockey League. I mean, yeah. So I mean, this guy. And I mean, and you look at the in the Federal Hockey League. I mean, like, you know, it was like forty five games. He had like eighty goals, like one hundred and forty points. I mean, you know, like the guy was, you know, yeah, and, and a big dude. Like they got him listed at like six three and two fifteen. So it's not like he's a small six guy. five, six five, bud. Well, they well they got him six three on DB, but yeah, there you go. So oh really? Okay, okay. Well, well, so he's, I, but, maybe I'm exaggerating to make myself look good. So. Well, regardless, hey, when you're punching up, it seems like a long way, right? So, uh, mm. but the funny thing is, is even when you're playing this team, before we even go any further with these Warriors, I laugh because Shant says it's going to be a clean. Paul Shant of all people saying it's going to be a clean game. That's pretty funny, actually. Um, but I mean, so you got Chance, you got Matthew Rabby on the team, you got uh, Simon Desmero. I mean, Jonathan St. Louis. I mean, it, I mean, they had dudes that could that could throw down. So um, that just struck me funny that Paul Chance says it's going to be a clean game. That's that's kind of funny. But and, well, and it's, yeah, and but it's the federal. I, 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 yeah, I agree with what you're saying. But honestly, like they were like they were like stuck for guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. I, I, I honestly feel that, like, obviously, they would have said whatever, right? Ooh, but, yeah. like, like I invited my mom and my dad to the game, you know? Oh, hell yeah. Um, because, you know, because it's like, hey, guess what? This is your son play uh, semi-pro, you know what I mean? So, yep. you know, like, they had to buy a ticket to the game, which is kind of cool, you know? And I, I was getting paid... Uh, Actually, I'll tell you that story after, but, you know, like that, you know, like in the girl that I was with at the time too, you know, I invited her to the game and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, um, oh, you're, I think you're, that you're rolling. It would have been you're, very embarrassing. Go ahead. You're, well, I'm just saying you're rolling, man. Your first game of pro, you're, you're fucking Bobby Big Wheels right now. You got the chick there. Yeah, the exactly. are there. Oh, here we go. And now you got, yeah. so you got Pierre Dagenet cross-checking you the back of the head and you're like, well, I'm not going to take this shit. So you drop the gloves. Yeah. Well, exactly. First so, of all, like, were you like growing up? Were you kind of like a like a scrappy dude? Like, were you like were you into fight? Like, did you ever box? Or were you into fighting? Or was this all foreign? No, 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 not at all, not at all. Um, honestly, like, like my friends will know me that like I was a, like I snap easy, you know. But uh, to know actually what I'm doing, not really, you know. Like I've never taken like a boxing course or anything like that. So, um, anyway, so like I said, he, uh, cross-checked me behind the head and, uh, he's got a very like thick French accent and I'm French as well as you know. Um, and so like, as soon as he cross-checked me behind the head, he's the only guy in the league, by the way, 
or this is like a side note that he doesn't have to wear a visor because he played pro. Um, so like I can hear him very clearly, right? Um, and anyways, he just says like, "Hey, you want the fight? You want the fight?" And I'm just like, I'm looking at him like, like what the fuck? You know, like like obviously I want to fight. You just cross check me behind the head. I didn't do anything to you, you know. And uh, anyway, so I drop my gloves, you know, and uh, we go toe to toe, I guess. And uh, I I'd say he he well. I wouldn't say I'd say he, he definitely got the better of me, you know, like, you know, when you lose a fight and, uh, uh, long story short, um, like I ended up being in the box and, you know, Pierre, uh, I think, I think honestly in that fight, if I can be completely honest, he stopped fighting me because he just like, I, I might've got a few shots in, but like, I think he just got, he ran out of steam, you know, like he, he got tired. Um, and anyways, uh, I was tired after like the few two, like after like the first two seconds, but, uh, we went in the box, you know, and, uh, while I was in the box, while I was, yeah, sorry. So while I was in the box, uh, their big tough guy, which you might know this name as well. His name is Mike Stacy. He skated by the, by my, uh, box and like tapped the glass and said, you know, like you're fucking dead and whatnot. And like, he got a penalty for that. And uh, I was talking to him in the box. I'm like, I'm like, man, like, what the fuck is your problem? You know, like, you're, you're fucking, like, 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 why are you like getting in my face? You know, like, like, I didn't do anything, and whatnot. And like, obviously, I don't want no part of this guy. And, uh, um, and he was, not saying anything at this point. Um, and basically, that was it. You know, like, and uh, after that, I got out of the box. Uh, I, I, I find I played some decent hockey. You know. Um, by the time that I got off the ice, uh, well, not sorry. By the time that I kept playing, it was three to three. Um, but like at one point, I got back on the ice, and they sent uh, their, I guess their uh, lightweight fighter after me. You know, like the guy that was my size. Like I'm, all, like I said, I'm only five foot eight. So they sent a guy called Obman Mahfoud. You know that name or no? Okay, well, so I, mean, anyways, I know because I, I looked. I looked up your fight card. I mean, I know what you're talking about, but. Uh, yeah yeah so so anyways he's like he's like the leading scorer of the fhl um anyways he uh he uh came after me and like i said i'm not a fighter right like i never like i wasn't going into that game thinking i was gonna fight at all um you know like like you and i you know like i'm sure like you've been in a few scraps in your life you know but like i mean like i don't think i'm a big tough guy or nothing like that um (laughs) anyways he's like forcing me to fight so he's yeah, like so, yeah, you know so like this is the fight that's on hockey <laughs> this is the fight that's on hockeyfight.com right yeah so that, that yeah. that's the fight right yeah so, you did anyways, good in that, like, good in that fight I, I appreciate that and like you know like he's like giving me no choice you know what i mean so like oh, he I started it. like i yeah. said no but i was actually playing decent hockey like uh you know like like i said the game was three to three at that point um you know like i was there to play hockey um and he's like he's like you know like I went after, I guess, their toughest player, but, like, I just explained you the situation. He cross-checked me behind the head, so I didn't really go after him, you know what I mean? But I guess, you don't touch this guy. Um, but, anyways, he's like, he's like, no, fuck you, you know, you're fighting me. And then I was like, well, like, all right, like, fuck off, you know, and I keep skating. He's like, he's like, no, drop your fucking, drop your gloves. I'm like, I'm like, fuck off, you know, and he keeps going. He's like, drop your fucking gloves right now. So, at this point, I know I'm getting jumped. So I dropped the gloves and whatever, and I got in the fight with this guy. And, like, I guess one thing that I should say is, like, you know, like, I wasn't in, <laughs> I wasn't playing in shape, you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't, uh, sorry, I wasn't in playing shape, you know? So, like, 
uh, if you ever watch that fight on YouTube, uh, if you want to go watch a boring fight, um, at one point I take him down just because like I was so fucking tired. You know what I mean? Um, uh, but and, and at the same time, like I said, it was a makeshift team, right? So if you look at the, you know, if you're a fight uh, aficionado like yourself, you know, like uh, you're probably wondering like why isn't there a, you know like a tie down or anything like that? But that's because it's the you know beer league hockey, right? So like <laughs> they just made up these jerseys probably the night before, and uh, we didn't have any tie downs or anything like that. So. No, man, it was um, yeah. Well, I mean, hey, right from rec league to all of a sudden you're you're throwing down twice in the federal hockey league. That's pretty badass. Yeah, actually. and, and uh, the only thing about that fight, though, honestly, um, that's kind of embarrassing. Um, is that like so after that fight happens, right? I've never been really in a hockey fight, like I told you. Um, so you know, like I have, uh, you know, how hockey sticks are kind of expensive. I know you're you're a baseball player, but I mean, like you know, you oh, know, gloves right. and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, I don't know how the the pros work, right? So. Um, you know, like, I'm starting to pick up my gloves and my stick and stuff like that. And the refs are like, get off the ice, get off the ice. And I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck? You know, like, you know, like, I need this shit, you know, like, I'm going to play a pickup hockey on Sunday, you know. Um, but anyway, so, so they're telling me, you know, like, just get off the ice and we're going to bring it to you. So I didn't know that part of the game as well. So that was kind of embarrassing too. <laughs> I'm like skating around trying to pick up my shit. <laughs> but anyway, that's, uh, that's a side note. Uh, but uh, after... After the fact, so uh, you, I'm sure you know this, but like if you get in three fights in these leagues, uh, you're kicked out, right? Yeah. So I go back to the room after the. This is the first period, by the way. It's three three. Um, I've got some guys, and I, you know what? To be honest with you, I don't even give a fuck. Like I'll I'll throw them under the bus right now because like there 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 were some nice guys on like on the team, but at the same time, like they were completely. Like they were, they were pussies that night. Okay, so it was three three. Um, I go back to the room, and uh, while I'm in the room, um, my dad, who I work for, um, which is in Cornwall, uh, he he comes down to the room. This is embarrassing for myself as well, by the way. So I'm calling these guys out, but at the same time, I'm calling myself a pussy. But uh, um, so my dad comes down to the room. He says, like, you know, like Rob, like. You know, like you got to meet clients um, on Monday, you know, and, uh, you know, like you can't look like this because like I was, I had a fat lip and stuff like that. Um, so kind of a shitty story, but it is what it is. Um, I had to decide between my job that was paying me like, well, you know, right? Like you got a, a job that pays you well, you know, yeah. I had to decide between uh this hockey that was paying me like, you know, a six pack of beer yeah. or my job that pays me a couple thousand, you know, per week. Well, I, and, I, I uh, think you made the right choice. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, but it was kind of funny, you know, like, so he comes down, uh, my father, uh, cause he was, he was expecting to go see a hockey game. Right. And he ended up seeing, he's like, okay, well my, my son's here to fight. Right. Um, and they pegged me out. Like they they knew that I was gonna go again, uh, and to be on to be completely honest, I would have went again. You know what I mean? Like I'm probably like yourself. You know, like if you if you you know like if I get my buttons pushed, you know, like I'm gonna go again, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, anyways, so uh, I don't know if I would want that big fucker though, because he he was pretty fucking big. But I would I would have found I would have found a guy my own. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? So anyways, uh, yeah, so I decided to take off my equipment and, you know, go to my regular job on Monday. Um, but uh, I remember when I was taking off my equipment, there was a bunch of guys in the room that were like, don't leave, don't leave, you're a, you're a hero, you know, like, don't leave, you know. Um, and, like, some of these guys were way bigger than me. Like, some of these guys are, like, six foot four and stuff like that. But so when I left the game, it was 3-3. Three, three, and I don't want to toot my own horn, but uh, the next day when I read the paper, it was, like, I think the game, I think the game ended up, like, 15-3. to three, You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, like, there was not another fight after I left. Really? Well, you were the you were the yeah. uh, you were the uh, main event. Uh, well, not not just the main event. I'm just saying, like, like they basically like just took the bullying and they just let yeah. them like they just they just got ran over. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I'm not the kind of guy to like like I said, toot my own horn. But you know, like I wasn't gonna stand for like obviously that that team, the Warriors, like you said, you know, like you said that they had Matthew Rabby and they had all these guys. Like, well, they, they, won the they obviously right? they obviously spent a few bucks on that team, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, Pierre Dagenet's not the, playing for a hundred bucks and six beer. That's for sure. Yeah, no, exactly. And but, but the time that I played though, to be on, to, to be fair, uh, Desormo I think was suspended, and I don't think Rabi was there. You know what I mean? So I could. Uh, but still, they had know, Stacey but, and Chance, so it's not like they were completely. Uh, and they had well, the dude you fought, like you said, was second in the league in penalty minutes. So it's not like uh, no chance was chance wasn't playing. Chance really? was the guy who organized it for us. But he wasn't playing. No, I don't know why he wasn't playing. I have no idea why he wasn't playing. But anyways, that was the whole story behind that. But I I just found it funny the next day because I went to a party after that. But the next day when I read the paper, I found found it kind of funny because it was three three when I left, right? And I was playing some decent hockey, you know. And, anyways, like I said, it ended up fifteen three. So I'm not saying that I was. Uh, but people you know, need like to know. The, did you get the hundred bucks in the beer? No, I didn't get paid nothing, man. Uh, of course you didn't. Classic federal hockey. No, I didn't get paid fuck all. But you know what I mean. But it, you know, but I left though. So like, I don't hold that against them. But you know, you know, it, it, it is what it is. Hey, um, you, you dropped the gloves twice. What the hell? What more do they want? Hey, I was actually noticing yeah. one of the assistant coaches there was fucking Ted Stone. Was he there when you were there? Brendan Ted Stone? Uh, on our team or on the other team? Yeah, no, on, on the Federals. Yeah. I don't know. I just know that my dad and uh, our trainer got in a super huge argument because the trainer was trying to tell my dad that, you know, like I should keep playing, which is funny because, you know, like he's like the guy in charge of the guy's safety, you know. Um, but he was just hoping that I would like go again for, you know, 10 bucks or whatever. So, yeah. Well, <laughs> but anyways, I wish I would have stayed. I wish I would have stayed. Um, it's not, like I said, it's not an interesting story, you know, no, um, it's a, I, I beg to differ. It's a very interesting story. Cause you went from rec league to all of a sudden you're fighting twice in the federal hockey league and you got Mike Stacy tapping the glass saying you're going to go all in a, all in the span of like three days. I would say that's very interesting. Uh, yeah, and I'm happy that I, I I'm happy I didn't have to go. You know, uh, probably wouldn't have done too well and not go. Yeah, um, but 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 I would have probably done it just because I'm hard headed. Uh, but but um, long story short, I don't know. You, you can probably drink every time I say that because I I'm sure well, I'll say that a few times during this podcast. But uh, after that situation, um, I kind of got the bug. You know, 
Um, I've never been in a hockey fight, but uh, I kept playing men's league, you know, um, and uh, I'm not saying that, you know, I went out looking for it, you know, but um, I guess with that did regular... You be, did you import, become that, you became that guy in men's league out there trying to start fights in the rec league? No, not at all, not at all, not at all. So all I was going to say is that, like, um, you know when the guy gets picked on on, on your team? Yes. So, like, it's, I just became the guy that, like, if someone got picked on, I became, I guess, the somewhat enforcer for our team. But I don't know if it's just something in the Cornwall water, but there was always guys who were ready to drop the gloves, you know what I mean? So I never picked on anybody. But I was going to say, at this um, point, just, did you start sort of, like, training to fight at all? No, not at all. I no, don't know so how to fight. <laughs> no, so no. You're, you're just like, no. ah, fuck it. Just throw caution to the wind and I'll see what happens. Going to watch some YouTube yeah, no, fights every... before I go to the game tonight. And... Yeah, no, like I, I've never been even like a big hockey fight fan or nothing like that. You know, like I just like as soon as I got into those fights where like I had no choice but to fight, you know, like I kind of, I guess, looked at YouTube fight videos. You were watching those goddamn Chara videos is what you were doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's the best of all time. Oh, like, we're going to get know. into that after we're done here. Don't you? <laughs> you're not running away from that. But um, so <laughs> He would smoke me, though. He would smoke me, though. But, well, I think he um, would smoke most mere mortals, so you're not alone in that one, yeah. Yeah, but, um, I, but I'd punch him in the balls. I'd punch him in the balls. But the thing yeah. is, uh, like, with... Uh, yeah, so I, I, after that whole situation, um, I forget where I was going with that story. But yeah, you were kind of mixing it up in rec league, and you're kind of like, oh, "This is all right, and whatever." Well, as you say, the following year, you obviously couldn't get it. So you, 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 you don't want to hear all my entertaining stories of mixing it up in rec league. Well, I don't know if we have to hear too many. Oh, how many fights could you have possibly gotten into in rec league? I was gonna say I was I was gonna say if you probably had more than one. Or, just, what, well, I was gonna say if you had more than one or two in rec league, wouldn't they like ban you for life? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just messing with you. I was gonna say because normally around here, I know that's what happens if you get into a couple. I said shit, they'll they'll give you three to five years. I think. No, 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 no. No, I only fought if if someone got like, you know, like someone deserved the beating or something like that. Um, but no, like, like I just. I, I mostly did it just to, you know, whatever. Just because I've, I've always been that like that kind of person. You know what I mean? Like yeah. where, you know, if someone if someone gets picked on, you know, like just help them out. You know, so it's it wasn't like uh, I I've, I've never started a fight. I think in my entire life. You know what I mean? I've never been an instigator at all. You know what I mean? So, anyways, that it that, that, that it is what it is. So the following year, like I said, you liked it so much you went back for more. Because you played a game for the Cape Cod Blue Fans, and you also played mm-hmm. a game for the Danville Dashers. Yeah, so I had to go back to my regular day job um, and uh, get paid uh, in the bills. Uh, but I had the little bug in me, right, um, from maybe playing pickup hockey and, uh, you know, like enjoying the fight. Uh, I didn't, like, ne- let anybody know, right, Um Except for a good friend that I, I used to work out with um, that would drive me to the game um, because if I get knocked out, um, how am I going to drive home, right? Because yeah. um, it, it was in the States. Uh, and I knew going in that, you know, um, if I play, I'm going to fight. Um, because <clears throat> after the first game when I played for, um, 
the hell was that that union? Uh, the uh, federals or whatever. Delaware. Okay? Yeah. I had got, I, I, I had gotten asked to like like hey, do you want to come with us on the road or whatever to play and stuff like that? And I had decided like no, like obviously like you know I don't want to get paid you know fifty bucks a game and whatnot. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with that, you know, but I just like I had a good gig. Um, um, but you know, I had gotten the bug, you know, like I like playing competitive sports, like yourself probably, you know, like playing competitive baseball and stuff like that. Like, so like I want to test myself. Um, I want to fight again. Um, so I ended up going to Ottertown. Um, and I played for that team, uh, the Cape Cod team, whatever, which is another makeshift team, by the way. So there's no fight straps on those jerseys too. And, uh, I played actually with a few guys, but I ended up playing with a few guys uh, that I had played with um, in the what the fuck was it the Danbury uh, the Danbury Whalers uh, training camp with, and uh, anyways they were laughing because like they knew I was gonna gonna get in a fight, uh, but as soon as I got there, I got on the bench and uh, Corey Bellamy. Um, which you, you you might know. I don't know. If, have you had him on, on your podcast? <laughs> no, I haven't. I, he's been on the Biscuit podcast, though, and I've seen his fights from the Southern Pro League. So he's a tough yeah, dude. So I anyways, he, yeah. He's a, he's, a, he's a tough mofo, yeah. um, which I didn't I didn't expect how tough he was. But anyways, um, uh, on my first shift, you know, like uh, I don't even remember if I, if I went out for the warm-up, to be honest with you, because I think I showed up late because I drove there, right? Um, but anyways, he comes and sees me, and he says, uh, you know, like, you know, do you want to – you want to go like my shift on the ice. And, uh, to be honest with you, like he looks like he's tall, right? He's like six foot, whatever he is. Um, I'm five foot eight, whatever. And, you know, like word gets around, I guess like that, you know, like I'm ready to go. And, uh, I say, yes, you know, like I don't turn down a fight. Um, uh, but like I haven't even like touched the puck or nothing. Like I haven't played or nothing. And, uh, that, you know that song, yeah, you know, like, oh, why can't we be friends? That, that song goes on, and uh, we're center ice all of a sudden, and uh, I go to reach in, and he just pops me, and, like, um, anyways, it was over from there. Like, uh, like I tried to get back up. He popped me again. You know, it was, like, a TKO or whatnot, you know, and uh, I went into the box, um, and I'm looking aside from him, and, you know, he's, like, he's looking at me, and he's, like, he's, like, good fight, buddy, you know, and, uh, you know, like I tried to, you know, whatever, keep my composure, but like the freaking box looks like a murder scene. Like, like my nose is just, my nose exploded. It looks, there's blood everywhere. And like, it's not even like a bit of blood. It's like, like big chunks of blood. And, uh, anyways, uh, I'm just like, yeah, thanks buddy. You know, um, you know, like, thanks for kicking my ass. But, um, in that game, uh, I ended up uh, going back out there. I think I don't know if he challenged me again. To be honest with you, I think I might have gotten a concussion in that fight. But uh, I went back out, and uh, you know, um, a few guys were laughing because you know, like they knew that I, I was ready to go again. And uh, I ended up fighting another guy, uh, Gordon, and uh, I did all right in that one. To be honest with you, uh, I just lost my balance. Uh, but you know, probably just from not playing hockey for a bit, and then. Uh, yeah, I guess that's that's the end of that story. But uh, my buddy drove me home and uh, probably what? had a conky, but probably what? had a conky. But uh, what did the coaches say to you, though? You know what's funny? So in that, so so uh, like I said, right? Uh, I appreciate you asking that question. So after I got in that fight with Bellamy, <laughs> with, with Bellamy, I knew that 
I probably had a conky, but for some reason I've never been like laid out flat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, thankfully, you know, like, thank God, you know, cause I like, you know, like in that fight, I was embarrassed a hundred percent. There's for sure some video somewhere of that fight where I look like a complete donkey, but I mean, you know, like I've never been like KO'd stiff. Um, and, but he was just like, you know, like good fight, bud, you know, like obviously that made his highlight real, you know? And, uh, you know, we, I just said, you know, like whatever I said in the box, but, um, after I got back to the, to the room, um, after that fight, um, <laughs> the coach, the coach says to me, says, uh, says, uh, I'll give you an extra 20 bucks if you go again. <laughs> so that was my first fight in the, that was my first fight in the game. Right. And it, it's kind of funny, but you know, like, so I, I got promised a hundred bucks to play in that game. Okay. In in an envelope of cash. Okay. Um, and he says, uh, he's like, oh, I'll give you an extra 20 bucks if you fight again. You know? And I told him, you know, basically, you know, go, go, go shove it where the sun don't shine. Um, I did end up fighting again in that game because some guy was just pissing me off. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, he didn't, he did offer me an extra 20 bucks, but I didn't fight again. Um, well, yeah, I did fight again, but I didn't get the extra 20 bucks, but he had promised. So not him, but like, so every guy was promised a hundred bucks in the, in the team, in an envelope. Okay. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about that, but, um, yeah. everybody got, Everybody got that, that was that bucks. was eight that was eight years ago. I'm sure the statute of limitations is up. Yeah, yeah. So, but everybody, it's like so. When I opened my envelope after having a conky and probably two black eyes, I opened my envelope and like say there were some guys that like I don't know like touched the ice twice. I only had ninety bucks in my envelope. Oh, I'm not complaining. I got I still got to pay play for free. But I just find it funny that they stiff you by ten bucks. Life in the minors, right? Federal hockey league. <laughs> I don't know. But just, so, just, so you got the, just, you got the nose. Just, just a funny story. Oh yeah, you got the nose smacked up. You got a couple black guys. You getting the ride back from your buddy. Yeah, that was that was my first time breaking my nose actually. Uh, oh, that sucks too. And uh, you liked it so much, you did it a third time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I, I did it a third time. Um, you know, but but it. But it's funny, right? Like it's like it like when you're getting hit that hard, you know, you don't remember it, right? No, yeah. Like it doesn't hurt that much. No, I don't know. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's just me, right? I I always said it's like your face gets hot. It feels hot almost. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The adrenaline and whatnot, you know, and like you know, you got the crowd cheering and whatnot and uh like in that in that fight with Bellamy, right? Like uh it's kind of cool, actually. Like I was getting chirped left and right and center, you know, like like because you know, like obviously I got I got lit up, you know, but like fans are chirping me and whatnot, you know, and I'm giving it back to the fans, you know. I'm like I'm like, hey, what would you do against this guy, you know? And uh, whatever, I don't have a really good trash game to be honest with you. <laughs> so. Well, so your final pro game, you end up playing for the Danville Dashers. So so how did this come about? Did they just phone you or what? No, actually, you know what? That was me being a sports uh, or a hockey nerd. You know, um, obviously, you have a podcast. I have a podcast. Um, so, uh, one of the guys that I really uh, admired, I guess, um, was uh, Chris Affinati. I don't know if you know that name or not, but I do. Yeah. Um, yeah so, the guy's a tough little bastard, and yep. uh, you know, um, 
funny story about that guy. Um, you know, he taught me something about hockey fights that I guess is kind of useless because there won't be any hockey fights uh, in the near future with the new NHL the way it's going. Um, I just texted him. I just said, hey, man, like, uh, I'd love to play with you. He's like, yeah, all right. Um, he got me in a game against the same team that I got my ass beat against. Um, and uh, anyways, I showed up. And uh, as soon as, as I got to the ring, um, um, after the warm-up and whatnot, I got challenged by um, a guy uh, called Chase Tiffin, um, who's a pretty big fella. And uh, I just told him, like, yo, like, fuck off, you know, like, uh, you know, I'm not a heavyweight, you know, like, I'm a middleweight. And uh, anyways, he came and talked to me while I was on the, on the bench, and he was like, you know, like, you know, like, you got to be ready to go anybody, you know, like, you know, like, it doesn't matter if you win, it just matters if you show up, you know, and that kind of stuck in my head, uh, even though I never used it, and, uh, <laughs> You know, probably happy that I never used it because I, I probably got my head smashed in. But um, um, I ended up fighting that game against a guy called Jeff Dill. And uh, I did all right. You know, like, uh, you just trade a few blows uh, each way. And uh, But anyways, yeah, this guy is a fucking legend, man. Like, this guy fought uh, Chase Tippin twice that game. And I think this guy's, like, five foot five, man. Like, this guy's just an absolute beauty. And, uh, yeah, anyways. Uh, all thanks to that guy. Well, Chase, well, Chase Tippin's a bad dude. I mean, I've seen him fight. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, but yeah, I mean, you took on Jeff Dill. I mean, uh, you know, another penalty minute guy, and he's not a small dude either. No, but I mean, different than taking on Chase Tippin, you know? No, still. You were in there. You were going. <laughs> so there you go. No, and, and, you know, no but, but, but you know why I wanted to play for that team, too, is because, like, those other teams were makeshift teams, right? Um, and at least, uh, you know, I could say that I played for a team that, uh, you know, at least the team still exists. So. Yeah. How was Joe Pace? Did he talk to you at all? Uh, I don't think he was there anymore. No, but when he was there, did like, what did he say? Was they all, like, were they pretty pumped with you after the game? Like, it was all good? I, to be honest, was he, was he captain or? He was a player coach, I think, yeah. Oh, really? To be honest with you, I don't really remember. I have a bad memory, though, you know what I mean? So, like. You know, it's, it's, uh, I just remember Chris, man. Chris is fucking awesome. Great guy. You know what I mean? Um, okay. I think, I think Chris is more the, the warrior on that team, you know? Like yeah. he was like the, the heavyweight, you know, which is amazing because he's only five foot. I don't know. I might have sold him short. Maybe he's five foot seven. You know what I mean? But like the fact that he goes against guys like Chase Tiffin and stuff like that, that's freaking insane, you know? And even, like, I had Chase Tippin on my podcast, and, like, he was talking about him, and he's like, he's like, that's one of the toughest dudes that played in the FHL. So. Yeah, no, I mean, I've seen some of the Southern Pro stuff, and, I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, the dude was, uh, and he was doing it up but, right, you know what? all the way up until uh, last year. Yeah. Uh, no, I think two years, last year was his last year. But uh, one thing that I wanted to tell, tell you about is because, like, um, you know how you were saying that, like, everybody's always nice guys to each other? What's that? You know how you were saying that, like, everybody's always nice to each other? Yeah. Yeah. Um, after trying out for the Warriors, right, um, I I, I kind of, like, had the bug for some stupid reason in my head, thought that I was better than I, than I was, 
and uh, I found a thing online that I was going to try out for the Elmira Jackals, which is the ECHL. Um, obviously, I'm not good enough to play in the ECHL, but uh, there was a training camp. And uh, stop me if you can't hear me, but um, long story short, I got an email saying, you know, um, you paid for this camp, um, which I actually paid, right? It was, I had to figure out what it was, like 300 bucks or whatever which is like, uh, you know, uh, just a money grab because you're not going to make the team anyways. Um, and uh, it said you're deferred to the Danbury Whalers. Do you want to still try out? Okay, well, it's not the ECHL, but, you know, uh, you're not a great hockey player anyway. So I drive over. I forget how, how long it was. I think it was like six or seven hours. And uh, we get in a hotel and whatever. You got to pay for the hotel. You got to pay for all that stuff. And uh, I go to the camp. There's, like, probably, like, I would say 50% of the actual team that are playing in the scrimmages and uh, in the uh, uh, the drills. Um, and a uh, nice arena, by the way. I don't know if it's still there. Um, uh, anyways, I go there. Um, I get tested a few times with some guys. Um and uh, whatever I like, I said I, I like the physical stuff. So um, if anybody tries to test me, I try to hit them and stuff like that. Uh, but I think it was like there was like two like <laughs> practice parts, whatever. And uh, the third uh, game, whatever, maybe on the second day was uh, scrimmages. And uh, there was a green team and there was a white team. Uh, Danbury Whalers are a green and white team. Um, I get, uh, there's, there's dressing rooms, but by the time I show up to the rink, um, the dressing rooms are full. Um, so I go into a room, uh, like, I guess an overstock room where, uh, there's a guy sitting beside me and he's like taping up his wrist. And, uh, it's literally just me, just one guy taping up his wrist. I'm 27 at the time. Uh, and, uh, there's this guy. Uh, listening to Dr. Dre or whatever in his earphones. Um, he's getting pumped up for the game. And uh, I know I'm, like, to be fair, I'm not a great hockey player, but I got lucky. I scored two goals in the in the scrimmage, uh, I guess maybe like the scrimmage before, um, like from slap shots. So I was like, okay, like, I'm, I know I'm not going to make my, the team on my skill, but um, I see this guy taping his wrist. So I'm like, okay, well, I want to make this team as well. Um, so maybe the first shift that we go out on there on the ice, um, he's actually on the opposing team. Um, and, uh, I see this guy, uh, I asked the, the forward, um, cause I'm a defense, five foot eight defense. Uh, and I asked the, the forward, I'm like, hey, like left position. I just asked the, the guy, Hey, you want to do it right now? And this is before the game even started. And, uh, anyways, I asked him, let's go. And uh, we dropped the gloves, and uh, we agreed to drop the buckets as well because uh, most of the time that I fought, I dropped my bucket. Uh, I just thought that was a gentleman's agreement. But uh, while I was struggling with my uh, my trap, um, this guy um, got a quick one on me. Um, he obviously saw that I was, you know, like it's kind of a gentleman's agreement, right, when you're backing up. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? No, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm backing up, and uh, he can tell that I'm trying to take my helmet off and throw it on the ground. I got a visor on, right? 
Um, but while I'm taking off my helmet, he punches me in the face. Um, so, um, he got the first punch in, um, maybe he got a hand on me, whatever. And, uh, and as we go down to the ice, so we go to the box and, uh, we go to the box and you can imagine myself, I'm pretty peeved. Um, so I'm yelling at, at buddy. I'm like, Hey, like, like we're doing it again. Like, you know, like even though it's a scrimmage, like, like I'm fucking you up like next, next shift, you know? And, uh, nothing against the guy, you know, but I'm like, I'm like, I'm not letting that happen again because I, I like, I, I've seen it happen to John Morassi too. Like where it's like, uh, the guy just kind of like took a cheap shot at him, you know? And it's like, like got, buddy's trying to take out his helmet, like, like fuck off, you know? Like anyway, so I, uh, I'm like, I'm not letting that happen again. So I, I leave my gloves and I leave my helmet in the box and I'm like, this ain't happening again. And uh, I basically go with the guy into going me again. Cause I'm, like, I'm like, I'm not letting you go like to the bo- to, to your bench. Uh, if not, I'm gonna jump you. And uh, anyways, I fight him again. And uh, while I fight him, obviously I get the best of him. Um, I don't say obviously. I'm, I'm not a tough guy. I'm just saying like, but at that time I got the best of him. He knew I was really pissed off. And uh, I gave him an extra one for good measure, right, while he's on the ground. Um, but long story short. Um, it was a green versus white team. I was on the white team, but this, uh, this guy, um, on the, on the white team, uh, which was the, his name's Andrew Willock. And he comes and grabs me and he tears me off this guy. And he's like, he's like, if you're so tough, why don't you fight me? But he's my own teammate. Right. So like, obviously I'm not going to fight this guy. Um, so anyways, uh, I'm just like, looking around I'm like who the fuck is this guy because like obviously I wanted to knock him out but uh anyways uh ended up being the captain of the team so kind of ruined my chances of making that team <laughs> no no he's a little bitch you know like uh that's a guy uh you know I'll throw him under the bus right now because he's a little bitch you know like he knew that like you know if he was paying any attention at all you know he knew that I got I got uh kind of like sucker punch right and uh, he tried to fight me, right? Um, so he tried to fight me when he was on my own team. So he said, like, you know, like, if you're so tough, you know, like, why don't you fight me? And then uh, when I looked at him, I looked up, I was like, I seen the same color jersey as my, my, my jersey, right? And I was like, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? So I kind of, like, pushed him away, you know, like, the fuck is wrong with you, you know? Like, who the fuck are you? And then there was a little weasel uh, next next to him, I don't know, like, probably a guy that was, you know, uh, disrespectful, uh, but anyways, his uh, his little buddy, um, you know, was like, like he's the captain of the team, man, you know. And uh, anyway, so didn't go any further. But you know, like I was having a great camp though before that. But anyways, I still uh, I still like to knock that guy's teeth out. Well, we gotta set that up, Bobby Longgrass. Oh fuck, for sure, man. Ver- that versus, guy's versus Wilcox. Let's get it done. Willock, Andrew Willock, or something like that. There we go. Little, I'm, biggest, yeah, I see big, big, Anyways, I'm going to throw him under the bus. Biggest fucking bitch move that I've ever seen in my life. Because, you know what? Like, like it just, it's just like a gentleman's agreement, right? Like, if you're going to drop your helmet, you're going to drop your gloves, right? Um, to me, you know, like, just respect the code. And, you know, like, the Buddy punched me. You know what I mean? I just gave Buddy an extra punch for, extra, like, for good measure, right? And, uh... It is what it is, you know what I mean? Like because after afterwards when I got cut, the coach told me the same thing. He's like, 
like you shouldn't have punched the guy when he was down. And I was like, you know what? But it is what it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, yeah, he shouldn't hit it. Well, whatever. Yeah. Like you said, no, he yeah, des- he deserved it. Well, there we go, man. Yeah. Like, that, you got, you got, that's kind of, that, 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 that's kind of, that's kind of how I saw it. You know, like, well, yeah. if you're going to take a liberty, I'll take one liberty to you, you know, Absol- but absolutely. You know, you know, if like obviously, I'm not going to fight my own team. You know, I got a bit more class than that. But well, there's the tail. Three games, 27 minutes, five tilts. Not bad, but I still put Chara as my top ten, though. Well, see, and it was funny because, uh, <laughs> yeah, you were you were taking a lot of shit online over that, weren't you? Oh man, I was taking mad shit online. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anybody listening, if you haven't. Uh, Steve and I had sat down for episode three, and we did a top 25, which uh, inspired some conversation on Twitter, and uh, people were going back and forth with their top 10, and Rob here decides to put Chara in his all-time top 10, while well, I had to I had to give him the gears, as lo- along with a bunch of other people giving him the gears, but uh, no, it was all in good fun, though. Yeah, no, uh, no, and... Uh... I listened to that episode, and uh, you know he gave a good breakdown. To be you were, honest, you were the like one that uh, listened to it, that was you. Yeah, it was, it was a good episode, man. Well, thank you. No, like uh, 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 the one thing that I was gonna say, um, I've gotten shit by my by my wife though. By the way, um, just because uh, I'm being too loud, but um, the, the the one thing I was gonna say though is that um, Brashear is oh. one guy that I left out on my list. I don't know where I'd put him. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, one, it's it's funny because he's such a polarizing figure, right? I mean, there's so many people that hate that guy. Um, and I'm not a big Brashear fan either, but I do have him in my top ten. I don't know about... You I, do, yeah. Yeah, I don't know exactly where, but I would definitely... Man, the dude was at the top of his game for a long time. And, I mean, people could shit on him, but... He was good. He was real good. Did you already uh, give your top ten? Anywhere? I no. You know what? I never. I never really have. I mean, Steve did, and then I just kind of uh, was sort of listening to his. But I mean, you know, I sort of more or less um, kind of go with him on on his for the most part. I would have Bugard in my top ten. Uh, I know he didn't, but I would. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know if I. I don't think I'd have Joe Coaster in mind though. But um, no way. No, I don't think so. No, I'd have to sit down and really. Uh, and even like Steve said, he goes, it's funny, it's sort of, uh, <clears throat> as you do it, it sort of changes over time, right? Sort of almost whatever mood you happen to be in at the time when you're doing it. I mean, I always have Probert at number one, but outside of that, it shifts around. Yeah. But I know... Yeah, and, and, that, and that's the thing with me, too. Like, like obviously, uh, you know, La Rock, uh, yeah. you know, I, yeah. I, barely saw him, I barely saw him lose, you know? But like, I won't disagree with anybody that has well, he didn't Prober, lose, right? He didn't, he didn't lose b- b- Because he fought so many times. So. Well, and it's hard because when you start getting into different eras, right? <clears throat> I mean, when you have Bugard and those guys, I mean, that becomes a kind of a super heavyweight thing. And, uh, I mean, those guys were so pigeonholed into, I mean, that was their role, right? It was like five or six shifts a night and you were fighting. <clears throat> Whereas back in the 80s and stuff with Probert and stuff, I mean, you had to play a regular shift. I mean, Probert was in an all-star game, you know. I mean, it was a different time. Like, those guys had to play regular minutes. I think guys that got later on in the late 90s and 2000s became a lot more specialized. I mean, Bugard and Colt Noor and guys like that. <clears throat> I mean, those guys were just like nuclear weapons, right? 
I mean, they weren't. No, they, exactly. They weren't there to play hockey. They were just there to kick the shit out of somebody. That's that. That's why when I make my top ten list, I'm like thinking, you know, uh, Yo, the yeah. guy wasn't there to play. Uh, the guy wasn't there to play hockey. You know. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, it's different, and I mean, I get it. You know, and it's uh, it's just a different era. So it's it's hard when you do. I mean, that's why the lists are subjective, and <clears throat> although people sure like the list, but. Um, you know, you have to definitely think uh, within that era. It's hard when you start mixing them all. Because <clears throat> it's like the argument, right? Everybody always, like, you see these young people or whatever. Oh, well, if Sidney Crosby played in the 70s, he'd have 300 points. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but, I mean, you're looking at it through, he has today's science, today's equipment, today's yeah. training. I mean, yeah. you're going to put him in the 70s. It's like, it doesn't work that way. It's like, well, give Bobby Orr today's training and today's science and today's equipment. And then, you know, now it's a different topic. It's a different story, right? So you can't, you can't compare eras. It's, it's completely different. Can I ask you a question though? Absolutely. So, uh, who, who, who do you rather Lemieux or, uh, or Gretzky? Um, well, I mean, I guess you watch them a bit. Well, I mean, yeah, I grew up in that era, right? So it's like, I'd have to say Gretzky because, I mean, at the end of the day, he had the numbers. And it's like with, yeah. Lemieux, with Lemieux, it's always, well, if he hadn't got sick or if he hadn't got hurt, he would have. Yeah, maybe he would have, but at the end of the day, he didn't. Gretzky did. So it's like, you know, but Mario was so smooth and so, you know, I'm sure if he hadn't gotten the cancer and everything and the hurt and all that stuff, he probably would have broke Gretzky's records. But because um, that guy was unbelievable. <clears throat> but, no, at the, okay. but, but at the end of the well, day... Well, bo- they both were, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, it's they're both ridiculous. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, Gretzky was the one that put up the numbers, and, but yeah. No, and, you know, you can't, you, you can't, you can't even fight that logic, right? I mean, it's like, uh, it, it is. Yeah, but, you know, it's, um, but, I mean, I can, I understand when people say, Mar- you know, like, Mario over, yeah, all right. I mean, I'm not going to argue with that. I mean, it's, uh, but, uh, yeah, man, Mario, that was something. Well, that and uh, the thing with Lemieux too is he was so big for a big dude like that to be able to to be that smooth and man, he was something unbelievable. No, of course, and uh, no, and uh, yeah, it's I, I just watched the uh, the the, the uh, was it the eighty seven Cup the other day? Yeah, yeah, and yep. Uh, yeah, and it was. Oh yeah, man, it was. Um, yeah, I mean, I can remember that right. I was like twelve years old. That was like a big deal, right? It was, uh, yeah, like what an all-star team when you look at the names. Gilmore <laughs> on the third line. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Unbelievable, eh? But, um, yeah. yeah, it was, um, I always laugh when you watch these, uh, well, that was a classic one. But normally, I was laughing, the, I was telling my brother, we were laughing, they have uh, these NHL classic or these Major League Baseball classics, and it's from like 2018. I'm like, well, I don't know how classic it could be. It's three years old. You know, come on. You know, but I see they're starting to put some old stuff up. But I was, yeah. wa- I was watching well, the eight, sure. I was watching the '87 Stanley Cup Finals there a while ago. The Oilers versus the Flyers. Hextall was just kicking in net for the Flyers. Oh yeah, I was never a Hextall fan. I was I was never a fan of dirty goalies. <clears throat> but uh, really, yeah. you, you know, what, you, you, you know, it's funny. So um, I, I live in Cornwall, right? Um, I don't know if we're still recording or not. Doesn't we matter. are recording. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Anyways, but uh, my dad, uh, my dad uh, ended up becoming friends with uh, Billy Smith, 
oh, yeah. little, uh, Billy, Billy Smith lived in Cornwall for uh, a little part of time. Um, he was like the, he was a member at our Cornwall Golf and Country Club. And uh, my, my dad was playing with him at pool every, I think, Thursday or Tuesday, right? Um, but like the guy like, is nothing like how he was on the ice, right? He's just like true, true gentleman. And, uh, anyways, yeah, I got a signed jersey from him and uh, I got one from my dad as well. Um, I went to a golf tournament where I had a few too many beers and I bought one at an auction for like 500 bucks. Um, like signed by, <laughs> but anyways, I, I bought one, uh, a cheap jersey online later on and, uh, got another jersey signed as well by him. So, um, but yeah, like that guy was, uh, that guy was a beast, though. You know what I mean, like uh, oh. true winner, and uh, and you know, like dirty as well. But I mean, uh, you know, like I'm sure he inspired Hextall. Just too bad that Hextall never, uh, never yeah. ended up. Uh, well, that was fantastic. A, that was the thing with Billy Smith, right? Dude was a money goalie. At the end of the day, when the chips were down, was he got five cups or four cups? I mean, you know. Oh yeah, in a, in a row, man. In oh, a row. No. Yeah, no, the Islanders. That was. A, it doesn't yeah. make sense. I don't know if I'm lucky, but it's retarded. But it's, uh, yeah, no, it was uh, a hell of a run, right? And, I mean, they were such a dynasty, but, uh, yeah. Well, and, I mean, in Hextall, I mean, I mean, the Flyers not winning the, it certainly wasn't his fault. I mean, I think he was the playoff MVP on the losing team. That's how good Hextall played. I mean, he was awesome for the, yeah. for the Flyers that year. But uh, The only well, thing I would say about Hextall, though, is, like, and I feel bad for the guy, when he met the Habs in 93, I'm um, in my house tonight, um, they psyched him out, you know, like, I think that was his best chance of winning because he had Sackick on his team, he had Sundin on his team, but he couldn't get her done. I think that he just got psyched out by the Habs. Like, I think that was his best chance of winning the cup. Like, even though he had Lindros on those other teams and stuff like that, you know, so. That's anyway. right. I forgot he was in Quebec. That's right. Yeah, he was part of the Lindros. Yeah. Team. Yeah, he was part of the Lindros. Team. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he actually. Is, I remember. It I is saw, what it is. I saw an interview with him. He actually like was mad at Lindros for years for that, for that trade. Really? Because he never wanted to leave Philly, and he got traded. Of course, he was in the trade, right? He goes, "Oh, I hated Lindros because of that trade. He traded me out of Philadelphia. Oh, really? Yeah, he never wanted to leave Philly. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, man, there we go. The story of uh, what do you go by, Bobby Longgrass? There we go. Yeah, no, for sure. And like, I mean. Obviously, uh, my name is uh, Rob Marion. Um, anybody who wants to look me up and see my three uh, fantastic games where I was uh, minus, uh, I don't know, 20 um, as a defenseman. And uh, anyways, um, the only thing I would say, though, is uh, that, uh, you know, this is a great podcast. I hope that everybody supports it. Um, fourth voice. Uh, this guy has some great Hopefully he does great editing on this uh Episode because uh, because I uh, I stutter a lot and uh, no, no, I sound good. like a a buffoon. But anyways, um, the only no. thing I was gonna say though is that uh, I uh, I'm selling hats. Um, yes, so this is what I was gonna ask you. Okay, yep, you're reading my notes here. All right, yep. Yeah, so, so I, I, I'm selling hats uh, called uh, uh, Bucket Drop. Um, so basically, uh, just to commemorate all the guys that uh, dropped their dropped their gloves, you know. Uh, you know, that fought during their uh, hockey career. And, uh, you know, um, at the same time, those guys, and, like, those are the guys that probably, uh, you know, did the most charity work uh, for their teams, you know, like, uh, 
while they were playing uh, in the NHL or in the FHL or in the whatever ECHL. You know, they probably went to the old folks' home more than uh, uh, all the, you know, the pro players or yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the the skilled players. So, anyways, uh, guys, if you guys want to buy some hats, um, it's called uh, Bucket Drop. And uh, anyways, I'll let you take it from there. No, I know it's and it's for well, it's for a good cause, right? It's for the uh, Children's uh, Treatment Center. It's for uh, victims of child abuse. Uh, the proceeds. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, the proceeds are going there. So uh, I will. I have ordered my hat. So I hope people listening, uh, you, you folks from Twitter, um, I have put the I put the link up on my Twitter account. I will do it again, um, and hopefully we can get some uh, hats sold. If for a good cause, I'll be rocking yeah. that. I'll be <laughs> yeah. rocking that hat around Saskatoon. Yeah, it's all going. To, it's all going to charity, and you know, it's just to commemorate the guys that you know fought for their teams, you know, bled for their team. Uh, because, like, when I started my podcast, um, I'm sure the same as you, Darren. You know, it was uh, for guys that you know, don't get the, uh, you know, um, they don't get recognized as much as. Uh, you know, like the guys that played in the NHL and stuff like that, but exactly. I just I bled for their teams. You know, yep. And uh, that's when I that's when I started my podcast and uh, realized that you and Alex, uh, sorry, you and Alec had a podcast uh, exactly the same as mine. <laughs> so, you know, like uh, who? You know, Alec? Uh, Alec? Never heard uh, of him. I uh, never heard of him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> five for fighting, man. Five for fighting. He, 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 he five for fighting and that fourth line voice, man. Those that's that's where you got to go. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, like check out Bucket Drop Podcast um, if you want to hear an episode in uh, two months from now because I'm probably going to take a break. But anyways, I uh, no, appreciate the air time and hopefully you can do some good editing because uh, oh, uh, no, I want to sound good. Oh, yeah, we're going to spice it up. No, it was all good. No, and I appreciate you coming on. And uh, I know it was sort of last minute and I kind of uh, corralled you in. But uh, no, man, it was cool. No, you come, you know, like I said, from rec to the Federal Hockey League to – fighting Corey Bellamy and uh, getting stiff 10 bucks and oh what a what a story only in the federal hockey league only in the minors hey it's always hey I'm kind of a big de- I'm kind of a big deal you know I've heard that about you in Cornwall that's what I, <laughs> I you know a, a key to the city here if you had played a few more games yeah but uh, oh, yeah. no man it was uh, terrific having you on and like I said you uh, got the podcast there I know you're taking a break with the kid and everything now but uh when you're back at it, we'll uh, we'll promote it again, and uh, and uh, you're selling the hats for a great cause, and uh, hopefully we can sell a few. And uh, no, man, I appreciate you coming on. Cheers, buddy. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Take it easy. Talk to, talk to you soon. Absolutely, man. Thank you. And you people that don't like fighting, how many of you did you walk out and get a coffee while that was on?